0: Hello and welcome to the Music Smooth Welcome back to another episode of the Music Smoothie. And uh remember, uh where's where's your head at? That's the, uh, the the question of the ages. And uh Billy, where's
1: your head at? I don't know. You find this head if you can. Alright, we'll find the head. Alright, so we got Billy. Hi. We got
0: uh Hipster Pug.
2: Hey, yo. I also lost my head, so I don't know where it is. Help me find it, please.
0: (laughs) We'll have to get on that. We've got
1: uh, Olaf. What's up? And
0: uh, we've got a newcomer, Aleph. And as you'll notice, as you'll notice, that sounds completely different to Olaf.
1: (laughs) Completely different. (laughs)
3: I beg to differ, but yeah.
0: All right, Olaf, what do you got for us?
3: So I'm going to play for you a song by a... Um, it's, it's actually a cover song by... Uh, it's a cover song of the, the band The Trogs. Uh, okay. And this is um, typical girls playing the song Girl Like You. And I hope you enjoy,
1: and here it is.
3: That was typical girls with a girl like you, and um, let's see, Billy, what did you think?
1: Um, I typical girls. I think I've heard this
4: before. I'm pretty sure I have, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's better because I have heard this before. That it was just I really like this song. Um, I think the whole vibe uh the change up with this cover is just fits it perfectly and this is just a really fun chill song to dissociate to um and just i don't mind how repetitive it is personally just because i like catch in and out of it at some points um especially having heard it before it's just sounds so familiar and even nostalgic, even though I don't think I heard it that long ago. Uh, but this is this is a fun little song. And I think it's perfect for a uh, cover yeah, I agree absolutely
1: with you.
3: Um let's see. hipster product. What did you think
2: Sorry, I hope you can hear me now. Um? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, like a nice indie song. Uh, it really reminds me of like the indie music from the early 2010- 2012 era. Uh, I absolutely love that, so yeah, I really enjoyed this song
1: You're just a damn dog. What do you know? <laughs> it's
3: a damn yeah, dog. <laughs> and uh...
5: dog with good music taste.
3: And. Uh, uh, uh... Aleph, what did you think?
5: I enjoyed it. Um, it was very much in that very dreamy style of pop. That's like I don't know if I'd necessarily call it dream pop, but it's got that very shimmery sort of feel. Got fantastic hooks, so it's like a great song to cover. I've not heard the original, so I don't know how far it was recontextualized. But I enjoyed the hooks. I enjoyed the overall melodies and i liked the way that it did that little drop out in the middle and then it they brought the drums back in and then it was that was cool i enjoyed that a lot and so it was it was a fun little jam definitely outside of what i'd normally listen to but not the kind of thing that i'd be annoyed if somebody put on you know like i'd be like mm, yeah this is fun not not anything that was super deep but then again not every song has to be so it's just kind of a fun fun little jam that you can just vibe out to so yeah i enjoyed it
3: oh hell yeah yeah i the drums is one of my favorite things about this song is is the drums and the 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 organ as well
1: Uh,
3: and the flute and the chord organ and the low pipe but les what did you think
1: Yeah, I felt like it had like a very
0: um 90s callback to the 60s feel to it. It it felt like it was very much trying to evoke that feel of of the, you know, like the the sparse poppiness and the, you know, the the sparse arrangement and it I I feel like it succeeded. Yeah. I I'm I feel like I have heard this before, but it's it's fine.
3: <laughs> Maybe I did play this before. I'm not sure.
0: Probably,
3: in the fight. Maybe in one of the earlier episodes then. Uh
4: you've run out of songs. No more no more songs. You're gonna have to start making he's songs. He's
5: not heard any more music than the the ones that he's played on the podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's only heard about 18 songs. <laughs> I've heard four songs in my
3: life and I've been trying to like sneak them in. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. oh well. It's okay. I'll just listen to them on repeat. It's all right. All right. Um I'm gonna put it over to you, Billy. I'll all right.
4: I have a song that I haven't played here before. Um, <laughs> what done <them> <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, what's that bald head guy? Um, who Fantano? reviews? Yeah, you Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, like Anthony Sandango, Melon. yes, uh, yeah, so the Mellon um reviewed this band, obviously, he's reviewed a lot of bands um, and I was uh, that's how I kind of found them. um, everybody um, th- this band kind of likes to be called a weirder people, like for weird music for weird people. I don't know this. This song in particular is a little bit more standard, but I really like this song. Um, this uh, is Tropical Fuck Storm.
1: Um, let me try to get the link right now because it's messing up for me. Usually, I'm ready. <laughs> Okay, here we go. All right, this is Rubber Bullies by Tropical Fuckstorm.
6: Well, my it freezing, man Feeling like I'm done It's a half hour, from midnight And all the fluoros at my appetite It don't make choosing easy I'm waiting for a sign Some miracle of marketing To save me from these eyes And it's Omega Menemesia In a narrow night-turned street That not capsize in me with their storm clouds and their sleep Discreet with dreams and nightmares Seclusion side by side The world's way too connected And all anybody does is fight Staging their crypto inquisitions All in multiple choice Like anything that screws you surely short sure up by its bulk and better organized Better mobilize Getting monetized Can't be criticized You better hold on And get it right You better hold on All world's gonna pass you by To fly, oh, how, why? Life passed me by. Take me on a holiday, put me on an airplane. I wanna be I I wanna be immortal in my life. Turn to Uncertain futures, certain futures, certain past. And there's a building site on Sesame Street all potted on the back It's all footlong subdivisions built so cheap they want our last Their disapproval or their they built by the fans. Plutocrats and idiots, big on firm handshakes and eye contact. The water pressure's pitiless, and all the restaurants shut by eight. The walls are made of plywood when they should be. I'm a player, in it's gonna fly. Here comes a letter to the occupant, here comes a caveat, and I uh, for it on. Uh, The end is done. So take me on a holiday. Put me on an aeroplane. Just take me on a holiday. Put me on an aeroplane. Oh! How? Time. Where we going now? To the terrace of the Rio With a bourgainville, you and when well, heat finally nailed me, so we stayed the extra night. And then I got up in the watchtower, tried to keep an out the fighting. He dropped the difference between sexes, almost down to the handwriting. And we checked out the next morning, but we were on first name faces. The loony had the kind of features, where well, you can't recall his fate but it wouldn't have been that much later he saw God Cause he died staring up the nostrils
7: And I knew they shotgun they could to hold on
6: He couldn't fly Wrong place, wrong time it Was something of an understatement And the world went past him by Why Time seems to fly oh. Oh.
4: Where are we going now? Alright, that was Rubber Bullies, uh by tropical fuckstorm. Um, and uh I personally there's just a lot of build up with that song that I personally like. I know it can be a little bit pr- repetitive um especially on multiple listens, but i just uh I think something that we don't always like uh play is things that we like f- especially for lyrics and when it comes to lyrics, when it comes to uh, politics, um this is a very cool band that uh, I think it's not afraid to um, talk shit about American government and politics, even though they're Australian. But um,
1: anyway, uh, what did you guys think? We can start with Olaf. Olaf, you better fucking talk.
3: Sorry, I forgot to unmute myself. I really liked the hard slam uh, on the guitar in the in the beginning. And it went into, like, my left ear. And it kind of felt, towards the end, it felt like it was stroking my head from right ear to left ear. I really enjoyed that. Um, the singing was kind of typical of, like, British uh, pop or whatever. I, I wish I would have gone more into, like, a post post-punk kind of, direction with this song but yeah it it, it was really good i really liked it um uh it 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 does make me feel anxious a little bit because yeah it's just one of those songs that invokes emotion and i appreciate that yeah yeah i I, I definitely think it's supposed
4: to make you feel anxious and uh the way that it's uh, composed is deliberately just kind of slow. And uh, I think even with his voice, it's all a little off-putting. What were you going to say, Laz?
0: I was going to say, um, uh, if it was post-punk, you'd be feeling even more anxious. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why post-punk
4: Oh, no, it well, doesn't. Okay. Oh no! Joking. I'm just. So, joking.
0: Someone kick <laughs> Billy
3: off the podcast. I've said this a million times. Just get him <laughs> out of here. <laughs> All right. I, no, actually, don't do that.
1: Fuck. Um, Laz, what did you think he talked? About? Yeah. No, I I like the song. It was very um,
0: very energetic. had had a very uh punk quality to it um i i really like the the stops and starts they uh,
1: they were pretty good thanks nice. uh pug i don't is it, is
4: this your cup of tea i don't think it this is usually something that you'll bring how did you feel
2: oh, uh... Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, No, I really, really like this. It had some Nick Cave vibes for me. uh, And I really enjoy Nick Cave and his music. Uh, It sounds like the earlier Nick Cave sound. But uh, yeah, no, I was surprised too. But I really did like this. So I'm definitely going to listen to more of him or this band. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this was a really nice surprise. So thank you for sharing this. It's it's really cool. (laughs) Of course.
4: Aleph, uh, what are your thoughts?
5: So I am a huge King Gizzard fan. So yes, this, yes. Band, this band has always been in the back of my mind as someone that I needed to check out. Um, but I I never have, and I think that you can hear a lot of the general Australian psych tropes within this, like especially with the the styles of riffs and stuff. And so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this feels like it'd be something straight off of Nonagon or something like that, but in the approach, it was much more punk. Um, the name Nick Cave definitely rung a bell for me um, because even though I haven't listened to Nick Cave, another artist that I really like, Sloppy Jane, I sent it to one of my friends and he was like, oh, that totally sounds like Nick Cave, and so I'm kind of connecting the dots and I'm laying like, hmm, this definitely, I can definitely see the similarities. It definitely does have sort of that, it has a little bit of that post-punk kind of kind of anxiety to it um definitely definitely not as much as a lot of the british bands we've been seeing say for instance like uh the stuff from model actress with dog's body or stuff even like viagra boys it's not nearly as intense as that um as far as the anxiety goes but i definitely felt that slow build and i liked the way that the melody made super not monotonous but it stayed very similar throughout the first like i'd say like three quarters of the song until it exploded in the last in the last portion where he brought it up the octave and i was just like whoa this is like this is like a really hard-hitting moment um overall i think that it was really cool it's not i think that i might go check out some more tfs but yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was cool
4: Awesome. I'm really glad to hear that too. Um I I think uh, some of the other albums are a little bit more experimental than this um and do some more fun stuff, but I I always come back to this song especially um just for that like final like build up moment like you were saying for that sure. it's so good to always hear. I love that moment. Mm-hmm. Um but it's uh I don't know if you already knew this, but it's funny cuz TFS did have a collab like EP with uh, King Gizzard, so yeah. it's it's very funny you mentioned that.
5: Yeah, well, I know that they're I know that they're from like very very similar scenes and they interact on a fair basis. And I knew that they uh, I know the the collab album that they did kind of just happened on a whim from what I'd heard. Like it <laughs> yeah. was just like they're just like oh let's they're just kind of in the same area and they're just like oh let's just make something real quick and then they just made it and yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that
1: that's honestly just awesome. I love that. Aussie psych scene is so dope. <laughs> Alright, um, who is next? Uh, oh, it's you, Aleph. What do you got for us?
5: So, I am not going to give you guys any background for this band. I'm just going to tell you the song title and the band, and then I'll explain after. Um, but this is Blasphemous Basement. And the title of the song is "Ignore His Begging, Please." Um, So I gotta, f- I gotta find the, f- the frickin' how do you do the play thing. I'm, I'm looking for the um. What's the, what's the? Cool. M exclamation point play. <laughs> Can I just taste the link? Does that work?
7: Children love to color and to paint their world. White snow looks much duller
2: than our rainbow Mike, I think this is you. Mike, you gotta do a That was a great
5: song. <laughs> Alright, here yeah, it is.
2: Interesting.
3: <laughs> is this your song?
5: Yes, this is my song.
2: Okay.
1: So,
5: the reason that I didn't say anything beforehand was, I, um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit, um, it's a little bit out of left field as far as stuff that we typically consider, like, music, I suppose, but Blasphemous Basement is an experimental group from the East Coast in, um, in the US, and I discovered their music through Discord, and, Basically, the premise of the way that they go about creating music is their their goal is to leave nothing off the table as far as things to try. And I specifically really, really like that track because it leans very heavily into the idea of royalty-free music being able to be used for anything. So it kind of occupies this really weird, uncanny valley where this is something you're, like, really, really familiar with, and then the sirens come in, and you're just like, wait, hold up. And this is off their record from last year, Music from the Depths, that was just... It's, like, not the not the entire record is like that, but it's just, like, an insane journey from start to finish just going through just the most random stuff that they threw at the wall to see what would stick, and it's just... It's some of... I haven't been su- that surprised by music in a very, very long time. So, that's Blasphemous Basement, definitely. One of my current favorite bands, because I think they're just so out there and weird, and I just love the way they experiment. Um, Laz, what did you think about it?
0: Yes, well, I have to say I was not expecting this, but it's a, it's a welcome surprise. No, I, I was totally going to definitely uh, mentioned some of the stuff that you already said about it you know like being sort of uncanny valley with the the distortion of the uh, <laughs> that, uh that that uh, that that royalty free track the <laughs> you know like it's it's fun to mess around with public domain music and it's fun when it's when you take a song that that's that's that uh unsuspecting and you sort of distort it for uh for your own purposes and i i like this i i uh I was serious when I I said like I, I could feel like the the war imagery coming in, and it uh, it was a fun experience. No, I I can't really complain about that.
5: Yeah, not for sure. I definitely good old Kevin McLeod. He provided us so many bangers, and since they're for free, why should we not use them?
1: Um, oh, absolutely, Olaf. What are your thoughts?
3: I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. I'm I'm very perplexed by this song, but it is. I guess it is what modern art is. You know, when when you just take something it, and you just distort it into something else, and it makes you think like, what is music really? Uh, you know, you. At, at first, I was like, I. Don't really consider this music at all, and then I was like, "Well, it is music, yeah. Is it not? Because you know, it, it, but it's twisted it some somehow. I, yeah, it really made me think a lot. Um, uh, I don't really know what I think about it. I'd, I'd have to to think a little bit more, but I, yeah, I enjoyed listening to it. It it was weird and it made me think a lot. So I appreciate that. So thank you.
5: Yeah. All right. Who else we got? We got Pug, hipster Pug. Uh
2: yeah. Well, uh, actually, the same thing as uh, Olaf just said. Like it was super weird, but at some point, um, how can I explain this? Like, uh. Uh, oh, how can I explain this? Like, it's very experimental. And I always uh, enjoy experimental things. So like you said uh, with this band, that, that they try to just throw things and see what sticks. I, I see that happening with this song. And uh, for some reason, it, it sort of works. It's not really my music, to be honest. But um, I can see people enjoying this kind of stuff because it's so, so weird, but uh, in, a, in a very good way. So, yeah, um, not bad, but not my thing.
5: Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's definitely something that it's something I go to show people to just kind of like, like, there's a reason that this was the first one that I presented here. I, I wanted to throw you guys off as much as I possibly could um, well, and see, <laughs> see what y'all made of it. Um, <laughs> Billy, you're the you're the last one. What did you think of it?
4: Um, I'm, I, I really like the idea. Um, the execution was not my favorite thing. I kind of wanted them to do a lot more with it. It, it really, it really felt like, uh, I, 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 it really felt like it was building up to something. And maybe I always talk about how expectations could, could ruin your first listen for something so i I was like thinking that it was gonna pop off into a whole new song, or that it was like they were going to like start screaming or um have like vocalists to the track or to the um royalty free music and it would just that would be, be funny yeah, <laughs> it'd just be some dumb fun like uh, uh like parody of it, but uh it it did let me down in that capacity that I wanted more to happen. Um, But I I do really like the idea of toying with royalty free free music and just, you know, using it in the capacity that you can um, really do anything with it, especially something as like uh, something as mainstream and as well known as this song is just really funny. I feel like YouTubers already play around with uh, this song and other songs like it just because it's so well-known and you can have it in the background to anything and make it just funnier. Um, So, unfortunately, I wasn't a huge fan of this, but I do really like the ideas present in it. Yeah. Uh,
3: May I ask uh, Aleph, Aleph... Uh, yeah. Have you ever have you ever heard of the piano with the with the nail in it?
5: Uh, prepared piano.
3: No, 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 no. There's there's a piano like uh, like a yeah. grand piano just, uh, just standing there, and mm-hmm. now it's a piano, right?
7: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that everyone knows, you know, everyone knows what a piano is. And then yeah. someone puts a nail into it. Uh, now it's broken. It's not a piano anymore then it becomes just the shapes of a piano. It becomes more Interesting. art. Interesting. Uh, so I think the piano in this sense is, you know, this little tune that we all heard and what they did to it. Like, it's not this anymore. It's just part of something else. Now you start listening to all of it a little bit more than just taking all the the shapes and everything for granted because it, you, you've destroyed it. Yeah. Now you look at every intricate details of it a little bit more.
5: Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's that's one of my favorite things in music and I listen to a lot of mashup music. I listen to mm-hmm. um I think that mashup music is one of the most fascinating genres because I absolutely love the idea of recontextualization and taking something and turning it into something else and like you said, forcing us to acknowledge what the shape of the piano is as opposed to just recognizing it as, oh yeah, that's just a piano. Um, And yeah, like, that's what I I really, really liked about this is that it took something and it pushed it in a completely different direction where instead of this thing being, oh, this is just like that one royalty-free track that just plays in, I don't know, Viagra commercials or whatever, and it puts it into a context of, like, this makes everything feel super eerie with this as the backdrop. And so, yeah, no, I definitely... I definitely appreciate that perspective, and I think that, that describes it perfectly.
1: All right, uh, I'm
3: going to have to leave because my word called me. I'm really sorry about this. Uh, uh, I... I usually work night nice shifts and uh, someone is sick at my job so i really have to go right now i'm no very worries. sorry
5: right, i wish you luck go with work over, yeah
7: uh, have a uh, good
3: one i was supposed to be a little bit later but now they, they needed me right now so i'm just gonna have to to leave i'm i'm really sorry
2: it's fine it's all right man. no problem
3: love okay. you all Catch okay. you ya. later
2: see you next time
3: yeah i'm so sorry
2: Pug. Uh, oh. all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's my <laughs> turn right now, right? Um, yeah. Am I going to tell something about this? Um, uh, I can tell a little bit about it. Uh, I chose. Uh, uh, I was just searching for some music that I was listening to the last couple of weeks. Uh, I've been trying to discover a lot of new music and trying to get back to some old music that I was listening to a couple of years uh, ago. And then I uh, found Beirut again. Uh, Beirut is like an indie band, I would say. Uh, I'm not going to tell anything about music because I just want to know what you think of it and what you you think of the style of this music. So I'm just going to play it, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Here we go. It was Beirut uh, with the Gulag Orchestra. Um, I really enjoyed this song uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, it, <laughs> it is very unique, um, and I like the like the style of this music. Uh, he made um, three albums in this kind of style. After that, it went more um, more popular. Still the same kind of thing, but not not as good as it was uh, with this album. Uh, this is his first album by the way um yeah and i'm really curious what you think of it billy
1: um yeah i I really like this actually i uh i was um
4: a little uh like at the start of it i was worried that it was um you know just going to be the same thing the whole song but um Mm -hmm. it really opened up and like really played with it um, and changed dynamically throughout the, the part of the song. And uh, it was, it 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 was very reminiscent of like some other things that I've like listened to in all the right ways Um, Mm -hmm. and just had that, um, it had that like cinematic feel of something just really important. Was happening in this moment, and all of my attention just opened up to this song, and uh, I I loved it. It was a it was a great song.
2: Awesome, really nice to hear that that you also like the dynamics because that's I think that's basically what the songs make. Uh, what the song makes very special. Like in the beginning, you are like it's it's going to be the same. It's not going to be anything special. But how far you go with the song and how more happens with the song um the more uh it's it's it i like it and and um um yeah like you said it's it's very cinematic, and I absolutely love that too about this song um I'll, I'll, <laughs> i i'll will i have got a really nice story Aleph what did she think of it
1: i
5: enjoyed it um i am a big believer in repetition legitimizes. Um, okay. it's, it, it's a, it's a phrase that Adam Neely popularized. I know that it was one of his old professors at whichever music school he went to. I think, oh, he went to Berkeley. Uh, one of his old professors popularized that or said that, and he just popularized it on the internet. And so now a bunch of people kind of like, kind of like use that phrase to just kind of mean like, oh, repetition is good. Um, which is not always the case. I think that this took... This took a really cool chord progression and kind of theme, and it developed it throughout the r- the runtime of the song in a really cool way. I kind of got similar vibes to The Fool from In the Aeroplane Over the Sea. Um, That was the first th- song that popped into my mind when I was listening to it, and I was just like, ah, yeah, that reminds me of that. And I liked the way that it added in vocals, and I liked the way that it kind of just built, from that basic chord progression. And it's a really harrowing chord progression. So it kind of, it kind of builds out the full picture for you to see where it's like, where it doesn't feel as much like a journey and more like I'm gaining more clarity the further through the song I get, if that makes sense. But yeah, I definitely enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. So you it's could say really that, awesome. um, you could say that semen stand your mountaintops.
5: Uh, I might not say that. <laughs> But that's a, that's a classic quote. You, the yes.
1: laugh track. But I'm tits.
2: <laughs> right, Les, what did you think of it?
0: Yeah, no, it it, uh, it was great. I really liked it. It felt like a, a funeral march to me. And it uh, the way that it tapered off towards the end really, really heightened that for me. I, I enjoy it that it felt like a a loss of momentum. It felt like a a loss in general. It felt like there was a a story there, you know, a a beautiful story that we can't actually be a part of. We can only access, like, the the briefest silhouette of it. And I really enjoy that. I appreciate stuff like that. And I do have the hiccups. Oh. All right.
2: Uh, I I don't know who's next. Um, Billy, I guess, right? Or...
0: Oh no, somebody <laughs> lost. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Fuck you, last. Wants to skip my turn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. No hiccups. I'm in pain. Good. All right. So let's uh let me be a pleb and I'll play some some uh some pop for you. Anyway, here's Green Day. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway. <laughs> Have any of you guys heard of Foo Fighters? <laughs> no way!
2: Is this an indie band? I've never heard of this! It's that <laughs> getting
5: the best! The best!
2: The best! The best! <laughs> the best! best yeah. The
5: best! <laughs> Did you know that Foo Fighters are just one guy? <laughs>
4: He's a foo fighter. Right, yeah,
5: watch <laughs> watch, Dave Girl, fighter. watch Dave Grohl.
0: Watch Dave Grohl play the drums with his penis. <laughs> I would pay for that, actually. Yeah, that sounds painful.
1: <laughs> anyway, here's a new wave inspired song.
7: to Big-
0: have you ever by urban heat they are a three-piece post-punk band from austin texas some of their influences include uh dark electro proto-punk new wave synthwave, part goth part industrial sound and yes i did get that all from spotify so the artists probably posted themselves um but that's how that goes um what did you think um
1: pug
2: this. It's, it's super interesting um, sound. Uh, it, it's, it's, of course, pop. And it's maybe a little bit like um, I heard it all before, but not in a bad way. I, I really enjoyed this. And I liked the vocals for this song. Um, and the drum was very good, very interesting. I also liked the um, like synth thing that happened like for a minute or so. That was super interesting sure. too. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed this song. And uh, I'm definitely going to listen more of Urban Heat. I never heard of this band before, so.
1: All right, very cool. And um, Olaf, what did you think?
5: I have um. I have I have mixed feelings about this one. So I'm a I'm a bit of a post punk fan. Like I've been in I've been enjoying the the wave of like windmill scene stuff, and I think that my biggest gripe with this song. Is that the vocal the vocal drama felt forced to me. Like, I think the the way that the vocals sounded at the end, I was just like, oh yeah, there's there's definitely emotion there, but I felt like since he was going for this over-dramatic style the whole time, it didn't allow the end to hit nearly as hard. Because because when he hits the lyrics, Have You Ever Seen The Face of God? Like, I feel like there's a ton of weight to that there is a ton of weight to that sentence. And I feel like when he's just kind of like over the top the entire time, um, I was just like, I have a hard time feeling the significance of that moment when he's just trying to make it sound dramatic the entire time. That being said, I really did enjoy the instrumentals. I think that the synths and stuff were really, really cool. I think that the instrumentation was, I don't know if fun is the right word, Um, but it was, like, very enjoyable instrumentation, and I think that it did stand in good contrast to the drama of the vocals. So it's, like, yeah, so I I kind of have mixed feelings about it, where it's, like, I don't know if this is a band that I would be interested in diving in further to, but I think that, I think that if they worked out the kinks and kind of learned to play with momentum better, it could come off a bit more authentic and a little bit more enjoyable to me personally. Um, but that's just kind of my thoughts.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I always thought that the, uh, the vocals were very deliberate. Like he's supposed to be like belting it out the whole time and that maybe the face of God to him is
1: passe. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps you
0: never know. Um, yeah. Cause uh, it's <laughs> funny if you I watch the you music never video. Have... Yeah. If you watch the music video, the only one who's like going like full ham is the the vocalist. So it seems like it's a little bit intentional.
1: Yeah. But uh yeah, no, 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 it's, no, it's, I
0: it's I, interesting. Yeah. No, I definitely feel what you're saying though. Um Billy, what do you think?
1: I I really like this personally. Um I uh I I think I I don't think I have too much to say other than just that
4: I I enjoyed this. I think it like uh, what Hipster Pug was saying was that it it feels like a a fun kind of collection of sounds that you probably heard before, Um, but hearing it all conjunctive um, is uh, the whole point. And I I I do like it's. I think that when it comes to singers' voices, for me. Um, that I I like it more on this side of having a guy who has a weirder voice or anyone who has a interesting um, voice. Uh, it, it just always draws me in, and just in general, that's how it goes. So this voice just drew me in like
1: right off the start of the song, and I I liked it. All right, cool. Cool. I guess we are back to you. Hey, welcome back. Um, I have a cute little indie song for you. Um, this
4: is a perpetual mild illness. Um, I don't know what else I can really say about this band, but I, I like what they make and, uh, this song is just a a fun little bop. So here That's you go. Um, this is by Crooks and Nannies.
1: Um, this is Perpetual Mild Ill- Mild Illness. <laughs>
7: doesn't work quite right, I'm not surprised, well I guess, actually I am, just not by the fact that it doesn't work quite right, but more so, by, by the, the fact, fact that it works at all. I know what got lungs, cause they ache a bit, I know what got a nose, cause I'm constantly annoyed by the fact that I can't breathe through it. shit all the time it rained all night and the band was on perfect for sleeping perfect for catching my death nauseous and a bit out of breath
1: feels like shit who thought that was cringe
5: <laughs> let's learn cringe uh, <laughs> that when they first when they hit that hook for the first time i died like i was just like i was not expecting that and i was just but at the same time i'm just like so accurate,
1: so accurate.
5: it hurts how accurate that is as an artist i'm just like mm.
4: Snaps all around.
5: <laughs>
1: Snaps all around. <laughs> yeah.
4: Relatability is at a head. Uh, yeah. Um well, let's get your other thoughts.
5: Yeah, so um I I really enjoyed the overall instrumentation. It reminded me of something that like come out of like the early dance punk scene. Um, something like Hot Chip or L C D sound system, but mm-hmm. it kind of added in some of the more classic indie chord progressions, like of the stuff that was like came out from like Say like twenty, like two thousand and nine up to like two thousand fifteen, and like that really good span of indie pop. Um, so it was just kind of this really, 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 really fun sort of anthemic song that's super, super tongue in cheek, and it's like, I love the way that it contrasted like the overall kind of kind of depressive view of how things are with the really happy instrumentals, but then at the same time, the entire song didn't feel depressed. Like, it was like, okay, everything might be a bit janky and screwed up, but being human is still a wonderful thing, is kind of the vibe that I got from the song, and I think that that's some of my favorite stuff, like, leaning into the fact that it's like, you can never be perfect as a human, but that doesn't make being human any less beautiful. Um, so... That's definitely a song that I'll probably return to. Um, I I really really enjoyed it. I think that this is my this is my favorite song that I heard today.
1: I was muted and started talking to myself. I'm so happy to hear that. Nice. Uh,
4: I I I I like this. I really like how this song starts and stops in some places. Like you really feel like it's gonna get get going in some places, and then it does. Um, but then it really forces you to kind of take a step back with its starts and stops. Um, with yeah, for sure. you never you never really know the direction that it's going. and i I think that's a real, really weirdly human thing as well. Um, and I love how it plays with that,
5: yeah. also other other minor thing, just kind of about the the arrangements as a whole. I gotta say that the way that they the way that they move the duet around kind of it was it was just perfect. Like I'm like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of duets done well, and that one was like it never it felt like they leaned into every single possible, like, kind of facet of the 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 typical guy girl duet kind of trope, like melodically and compositionally, where it was like I was like, Okay, we have some harmonies, we have some like mixed parts where there's they're kind of overlapping their their parts, and then like you have some solo stuff from both of them. So it was like I felt like I felt like it was like very diverse in its approach to, and very creative in its approach to doing the whole duet thing. So I, I really liked that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, what did you think, Puck?
2: I fully agree with, uh, with Aleph in, on this uh, on this one. It's, it's really, really interesting. Um, and like you said, like it's the early indie sounds and I, Absolutely love that. Um, like uh, the 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 Mumford Sons and the Edward Sharp and the Mad Nick Zero uh, kind of sound. And that's always interesting to listen to. Um, I was a bit distracted by the music, so I didn't listen to the lyrics, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I found out that it's very sad right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to it again. And what I really loved was the intro and outro with uh, the uh, the drum at the end. It was super interesting. And the uh, like filter over the voices or the, I, I don't know what they did there. But it was interesting to listen to. And definitely a song that I'm going to listen to again.
1: Awesome, awesome. Uh, Laz, what are your final thoughts?
0: My final thoughts, are you going to execute me after this?
1: Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> Any if last you comments?
0: Your your commentary sucks. Time to die.
1: <laughs> but you get one <laughs> last commentary. I fuck with it out of ten. Uh, no. <laughs> um.
0: No. No. This was good. I um. I thought like my my uh, initial reaction especially towards the beginning was that oh this is just like a dressed up indie rock song you know like but then um I I uh, I really I I connected more with the the arrangement than with the vocals but um I I definitely uh, felt like there was there was more going on it there was there were there were definitely wheels turning I loved the 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 different chord progressions, um, and I, I love the the the, the chugging bass. That was really really fun and and really livened the track up. Um, I
1: I enjoyed this. Yes, I think that's fair to say. Cool. I'm glad to hear it. And I just beat this troll
4: that I was fighting, so I'm very glad to hear that too. Follow oh yeah,
1: hear it from yourself. <laughs> All right. Um, who is next? Uh, Aleph again?
5: Is that right? Oh, oh, oh yeah, because um, because uh, Olaf had to leave. Yeah. All right. Oh shoot. I I didn't I didn't realize that we each got multiple songs. I gotta I gotta come up with one real real fast. I've I've got something in mind, but I just gotta figure it out real quick. Okay,
0: leave us leave us hanging on the suspense. I'm here <laughs> for it.
4: Do you want yeah. Pug to go, uh, to go first, real quick, and you can get your stuff in order?
1: Uh, yeah. Go ahead.
2: All right. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a song ready, I guess. So, <laughs> um, this is going to be, uh, the Japanese house. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the 1975 and the sound of the 1975. Um, they they make very unique songs. Um. Not all of the songs are amazing, but um, the Japanese house is from the same label as uh, the 1975 and it's kind of similar, but more uh, with female vocals in plus. Uh, or, or wow, sorry, that was dirty. <laughs> instead of um, uh, male vocals. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna let you hear the song and I hope you all enjoy it. Wait a
1: second. It's not working, right?
2: said, it's, it's very, very similar to the 1975 in, in sound and in effects and in vocal changes and in uh, stuff like that. Um, I think it was also discovered by Matt Healy. He is the lead singer of uh, the 1975. Um, so yeah, uh, that was my, <laughs> my song. Um, what did you think of it, last?
0: yeah i I thought it was uh, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it definitely gave me like some uh, dream pop vibes, um especially towards the middle. Um, I really liked the um the 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 um the the post-production effects, like the the mm. the distortion and the you know the the vocal I'm a sucker for acapella, so that acapella towards the the end uh, that section really got me
2: nice, nice uh billy what did you think of it
4: um uh, yeah i like this track a lot i i actually felt like uh really surprised when it ended i wanted more um <laughs> i wanted them to take it to take the distortion and everything to more levels but um i have to just be content with what i got um <laughs> just be happy <laughs> yeah. um but yeah this i I, I like what they did. I think the production here uh, was the best part. Um, and everything was just created very, very well, very intentionally. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah.
5: Nice. Nice.
2: And Aleph, what did you think of it?
5: Um, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, but I don't really like the 1975. Um,
2: <laughs> oh,
5: I just I, I, so. it's it's something where it's like i feel like i get very mixed responses to that comment like in some mm-hmm. spaces it's just like what you don't like the 1975 and then in other spaces it's like yeah they suck you're right um i understand so, this. yeah yeah and so for me it's like this didn't do a whole lot for me i think that it's just like it's like it's perfectly good party music where it's just like this is the type of stuff that I would throw on if I if I was having people over and they were just ch- and we were just chilling and like not much was happening. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, something something nice to set the mood that doesn't occupy your brain space too too much. Um but um also like the the melodies were all pleasant, the production was pleasant. Like it was it wasn't an unpleasant song. It was just like I think I look for a little bit more out of This stuff that I'm listening to on a regular basis. Like, I don't think I'd ever sit down and listen to a record like this. And nothing against, I think it's less that had to do with the artist and more that has to do with that sort of style of music, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And I also understand that people don't like the 1975 because they use so many effects. And it's, um, maybe it's also a little bit like, if you have heard one song of uh, the 1975 or even maybe the Japanese house, you have heard all the songs of the the band, so I I think I can understand what you mean with uh, with it. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and it's like again, like I, it's like, yeah, this is this was like well produced. It was, it was like pleasant vibes, but it was like I don't think I could sit down and listen through a whole album of that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Oh, you're next.
5: Yes. <laughs> And now I am prepared. Alright, so I mentioned I mentioned this band earlier, um, in reference to Nick Cave. Um this is a band mm-hmm. called Sloppy Jane. Um they are an American experimental punk band. Um with their with their second record being Baroque Pop, but uh that record's good, but it's not the focus of today. We are going to be listening to this song called Peroxide Beach. Um definitely one of the one of the, I think it's one of the most intense songs that I've ever heard, so, yeah, this one goes hard.
7: Imagine waking up in your own body, naked, on a brown leather couch. The room is unfamiliar, and all of a sudden, you are 95 years old. It's hot in the room and the temperature increases as it passes back and forth between your newly wrinkled skin and the genuine leather of the couch.
5: Side Beach by Sloppy Jane off of their 2018 album Willow. I absolutely love that album. It's fantastic from front to f- uh, front to back. Uh, Laz, what do you think?
1: You're muted. Laz, alright. You... It is possible that. He had to leave for a sec, so we can come
4: back to him.
5: Yeah, uh, Billy, how about you go first? Um,
4: yeah i I liked that a lot. I I, w- I think that I inevitable comparison to your previous song, but I I think I've, I've I liked the i i I only found myself comparing it not because of like the stock, like it, there wasn't any stock music. But, um, I, I, I really loved the buildup in this, uh, song itself. Um, I, everything that like came and went, um, I felt like it was just there to prime me for what was next, you know, just even the ringing in your ears, uh, in the beginning and then how they smooth that out. And then, um, just the progression of the, um, of the bass and the guitars, it was, uh, and just the story that they were kind of telling and the lyrics itself and the way that it was being communicated. Um, I yeah, everything. Um, I really did like this one and it was like very unsettling unse- and deliberate in the way that it kind of communicated like that whole story.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I,
5: this is one of my favorite builds in any song ever. Like the way that you start, the way that it starts and the way that it just kind of aggressively speeds up. I think the fact that it like once like it's like for the most part it it kind of primes the story, but like once it gets through the second time through the chorus, that's when the story really gets going and it never goes back to the chorus and it's just built all the way from there to the end and I just love it. I'm just like my head's rushing and I'm just like Yeah, this is insane.
1: Yeah, my only uh, I, my only
4: thing is I feel like the build up is the I, I wanted a bigger payoff, but I don't think that's the point. And that's okay. Yeah.
5: yeah, I think I think the the way that it ends being sort of anticlimactic kind of plays into the sort of the balance between the very, very... sin, The balance between the cynical vocal style versus the very dramatic style, where it's, like, it's supposed to almost come off a bit nihilistic by the end of it, and I think that that's just... They do it in a really powerful way, where it's, like, you have the instrumentals drop out and it's just the screaming, and you're just like, oh, this just... This means nothing to the people surrounding this character. So I think that that's just really interesting.
1: We have Laz back. Yeah, Laz is back. Let's go. What'd you think? All right.
0: I really liked how the um the the dissonance of this track and the um just the some of the harsher elements really played well against the um the initial pop sensibilities of the track. I I really liked how it played between you know like um being like a harsh punk rock song and um and still embracing, like, those uh, those more tender sensibilities like, throughout, like, mostly in the the arrangements um, I
1: I liked the song it was good so, sorry, I'm beating I'm beating a boneless swing <laughs> bro, bro got
5: the boneless pizza <laughs> <It's> Boneless pizza <laughs> Hey, yeah, can I get a boneless pizza? <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, uh, the song. Uh, it it was interesting, very intense. Also, uh, I I did enjoy well, not enjoy the story of the song, but um, uh, how can I say? Like, it was an intense story for this song, and uh, it it was very well done with the music and with all the effects and with all the uh, with the vocals and everything. Um. Yeah, I was really surprised. And to be honest, in the beginning, I was not really feeling it. I was not like, uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm going like this. But um, further on in the, in the song, yeah, it really was interesting. And the story was super heavy, but interesting too. Like, um, yeah. Um, and, and I did like the ending. I don't think it was very anticlimactic. I think it, it fits with the whole song and the whole idea behind the song.
5: Oh, cool. Yeah. Appreciate those thoughts. Um, yeah. No, I love it. Um. Definitely, if you enjoyed this one, definitely check out the whole record. Um, this comes, this is like the penultimate track of the record, so this okay. is after you go through some just kind of off-the-walls crazy punk where it's just like everybody's just clearly just having a good time Um. versus like some more some more tender tracks that are like give off more like yeah like they they the instrumentation tends to be a little bit more gentle but it's like still it's still not the instrumentation is not kind to you it's still it's still very eerie but this is that sort of the end of an album full of stuff like that so it's just like it at the very end it's like you just think okay like this thing can't get any crazier and then it hits you with this track with this intense build at the end and i'm just like this thing is this thing is awesome I honestly think that Sloppy Jane is one of the artists that we are going to be hearing a lot about with their next couple releases. Their first two albums are both really, really good. Um, and this is from their first record. And their second record is completely different. Also fantastic. But yeah, um, that is Peroxide Beach by Sloppy Jane.
2: Super interesting. Really. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to listen to the full album right now after this story. <laughs> I'm really curious. Like how it sounds, and what kind of songs uh, to expect from the album.
5: Yeah. I'll be excited to hear your thoughts. Definitely hit me up later. I would love yeah, yeah. to discuss it more.
2: Will do.
1: <laughs> Alright, and then we got Laz for one more, I think. Laz is yeah. Laz next Let's go. Yeah. Laz is here. Alright. Now you, we got sloppy. Now it's time to get uh, a little dry. If you know what I'm saying. Gonna take you out to the desert. My cock isn't ready. Well, that's your problem. That was "Badi
0: Sabah Al Madan" by uh, Altin Gun, and they are a Turkish band uh, from Anatolia, and they do mostly like psychedelic rock's type stuff. Um, what did you think, Billy?
1: Um, I don't know. I wasn't really
4: feeling this one too much. It, it's not like it did anything wrong, um, but I, I was just it was uh the sounds were cool i don't know i i think when it comes to tracks like this
1: um and when i say like this just the more hmm. it was the more atmospheric kind of these
4: sounds of like the desert like atmosphere like uh, something about these instruments and all of them together just did not click for me. And
1: I couldn't feel this one. One out of ten. Well, it's not a word. a demon.
4: <laughs> it was okay. It wasn't That's a word. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm no,
1: dead. you're good. You're dead. Now it's your um, turn to get executed, Billy. Yeah. I'm okay with executions. Hell yeah. Yeah. We should just execute everyone. Executions from home. That music taste. you go to the gulag. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, Pug, what did you think?
2: To be honest, I also didn't really feel this one. Uh, <laughs> it was not bad. I did enjoy the, the sound of it and, and the drums and everything. But um, uh, maybe it's because I didn't understand the lyrics or don't know what they really sing about. Maybe then the song is super interesting. But for me right now, it it felt like, yeah, it's a nice song, but it's it's not doing more than that for me.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, and, uh, LF, what did you think?
5: I enjoyed it. Um. So, it's funny that you played this song, because I have this album saved to my Spotify to check out, because it's like a... I saw. I, I think I saw somebody post about it on Reddit at some point, and it's like a 2023 release that I was just like, huh, this seems like it could potentially be interesting. So I had it saved to my Spotify, but I still haven't checked it out. Um. But I really, really enjoyed it. It definitely takes from a similar field of psych that uh giz takes from i think especially this stuff on records like lw and kg it definitely they definitely filled out the sound more than was on flying microtonal banana um because it's turkish and they because they they screw around with microtones over there it felt very proficient in its use of the microtones and it was just like it, it just hit for me and i um Anybody who's talked to me about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard knows that I think that Flying Microtonal Banana is their most overrated album, and it is easily one of their worst because they don't know what they are doing with the microtonal compositions. But if you're a Turkish musician, you've been screwing around with microtones your entire life. So it's like they clearly have a very good understanding of what the microtones do functionally with the harmonies and stuff. And so... Yeah, no, this one hit for me. I was just like, this is very, very enjoyable stuff. I will definitely be checking this record out later. Uh, it's probably not going to be a record that I'm going to be like, I may return to it a ton, I don't know. But like, I think that, for me, it does everything that I want Psych to do, and it does everything that I want microtonal music to do.
1: Alright, cool, cool. Um, I guess that about wraps us up, then. Um. All right. Um
0: this is the music smoothie. Hope you guys all had a good time.
7: I sure
4: did. I don't like music,
0: so I didn't.
1: <laughs> <Passive> L. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, music sucks. <laughs> it's probably less to real things
5: like podcasts.
0: Yeah. Everyone likes podcasts. They're they're, they're skyrocketing in popularity.
5: Yes. Shout Shoutouts podcasts for real.
1: <laughs>
5: Shout out this podcast for real.
1: <laughs> yeah, some somebody, please. Uh. <laughs> We've been trying so hard. All right.
0: Yes. Say goodbye to the camera, ladies and gentlemen, or just what gentlemen. camera.
5: Goodbye, camera. The camera
0: that's inside your living room.
5: Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm inside your walls right now. Oh, <laughs> I cannot wait All to terrorize right. you guys with more avant-garde music next time.
0: Sure. I'm ready for Looking it. Billy Snow.
1: Yeah. What's avant garde?
0: It's where you scrape a can against a dishwasher and you call it music. No, I'm kidding.
5: <laughs> no, <literally, laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's a definite. that's an example of avant garde. I love it. I love it. Gotta go record that real quick. Post it on Spotify, get a million
1: streams. Hell yeah. No, Mom, it's avant-garde. You wouldn't understand. Stop ruining our perfectly good dishwasher!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that was the episode, everyone. Hope you had a good time. Uh. All right, and that was our latest episode of the Music Smoothie. Hope you enjoyed that blend. And uh, if you like what we do and would like us to record consistently, uh, we're currently trying to record weekly. Uh, consider donating to us on Patreon at the Music Smoothie, and um, follow us on Twitter at tMusicSmoothie. And uh, we're available on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Just the Music Smoothie. Uh, All the music we use is fair use under the uh, media um, criticism clause of fair use, and uh, if you like uh, the music we listen to but don't always have time to listen to the episode, our um, playlist is available on uh, Spotify, just type in the music smoothie, and uh, you'll be able to find all the music we play. Alright, that's uh, all the music that's available on Spotify at least, not all of it is. I hope you guys had a great time. And um, have a good one. Day, morning, evening, night. uh, Times in other dimensions as well. Yeah. Alright, see ya.